The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. What is man? This is the key. You gotta have some understanding of your identity if you're gonna go in there and do what God's called you to do. When God made man, I mean mankind, he got mankind out of him. So man was a duplicate of God because he was his son. He was meant to be operating on his level. But because of the power that was coming through one man, there is a lion in you that came through the DNA of your elder brother. This is very important that I want to do today. Now with Job, let's go back to Job's life and let's just go see something here. In Job chapter 2, as we look at Job chapter 2, we see the extent of how the enemy has come into Job's life himself. Look what he says here in verse 7. So went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with what? Sore boils from the sole of his foot to his crown. And it says, and he took him a potsherd. Okay, now Job had ulcers on his skin, tumors, everything. And he took this thing and began to scrape his skin. Now his skin is falling off like a leper. Now this is the condition of it. But I want you to look over in the scripture here in Job chapter 33. And look what he says in verse 25. His flesh shall be fresher than a child's, and he shall return to the days of his youth. Now, this is kind of interesting because I saw something like this over in 2 Kings chapter 5, where a leper came to the prophet and he said, the prophet, he wanted the prophet to heal him. Prophet said, well, go dip seven times in, in River Jordan. He said, he, he, ran, he, he, he rode away in a huff because he thought the prophet was going to come out and lay hands on him. But see, we're in a time now that I don't have to lay hands on everybody. The power is going to be in the word. And so what happened is the servant said, well, master, if he'd have told you to do something great, would you not have done it? He said, well, I guess so. So he went and dipped seven times. And look at verse 14 of 2 Kings chapter 5. Then went he down and, dig, and, and uh, dipped himself seven times in Jordan according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a who? A little child. Come on. And he was clean. Now, that's, that's Job saying that his flesh can be fresher than a child's. Here's an actual situation in the Old Testament where his flesh is fresher than a child's. And let's go to the New Testament to Mark's Gospel, chapter 1. Over in Mark, chapter 1, we see where here in verse um, 40, if you will, and it came, there came a leper to him, beseeching him, beseeching Jesus, and kneeling down to him, saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou can make me what? Clean. And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand, and touched him and said to him, What? I will be thou clean. 
As soon as he had spoken, immediately what happened to the leprosy? The leprosy departed from him and he was what? Cleansed. Let's look at it as a straight line, horizontal. And let's look at it extending out to my right and my left. Now this straight line, above this line, it's invisible. Below this line is visible. Down here is temporal. Up here is eternal. Down here is material. Up here is immaterial. It's, it's, it's invisible. So now where we're living every day is right here. Well, we can see, feel, touch, taste, and smell things. But up here is, is eternal where there's more than it is down here. Now, down here below the line is time. Above the line is no time. Everything is seen at once. So God planned your life from beginning to the end and put everything you needed up here. Everything you need has already been put away for you. Now let's prove that. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. And look at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. This is Apostle Paul. And he said, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Where? In heavenly places in Christ. So it's right there. All your stuff. What's there? Watch this. Truth. What's here? Facts. So it may be a fact that a person is sick, but the truth is by his stripes. Now, it doesn't make any difference what you got. God saw what you were going to get. You know what I'm saying? And he put it up here. Everything's there. Every wisdom, every victory, every revelation, everything you will need so that you can live a life according to life and godliness, so that you can be blessed at the end of your life. It's all there. I said it's all there. So when they, the 12 spies went and spied out the land, they came back. And this is the first thing they said, the land is there. Now, who were they? They were the preachers. What am I telling you? The land is there. It's there. Now, understand, the multitudes didn't see the land yet, but they had to take the preacher's word for it. But I'm just not going to give you my word. I'm going to look in here and show you the word. So if something's wrong with your skin, there is skin up there. Come on. And it's 
skin that, according to Revelation 21, put it up there on the board, please. According to Revelation 21, let me show you how this skin is. In Revelation 21, he said this. He says, and he that sat upon the throne said, behold, I make all things new. I'm talking about new stuff is up there. I'm not talking about a skin graph. And I talk, no, 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 you got the wrong idea. Da, 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 da. Come on, come on with me now. I'm talking about new skin. Now, what is the only way I can get into that invisible realm? By faith. Faith is what accesses what your promises are and brings them and superimposes them onto your condition. So it doesn't make any difference what you got. Look at Job 4.4. Look at Job 4.4. Look what he says in Job 4.4. Watch this. Thy words have upholden him that was falling, and thou hast strengthened the feeble knees. So you got feeble knees. Look what he's saying here. Hey, he, he's got some more knees. Now, you see what I'm saying to you? You say, well, I can't see that. You can't see your brain. You can't see your brain, but you hope you got one in there. Now, what am I saying? Well, what have we done? We have settled for fallen man technology. Thank God for the mercy of God because he's got people in place that can work technology and put new parts in there. But that's not his best. The land is a good land. And good means from the Hebrew word tob, it means best. It's the best. The wilderness is not the best. It's the best in Canaan. Now, who's on the best? Giants are there. Why? They don't want you to get up here because here, when you get this and manifest it, you got a big mouth and you're going to tell it and it won't be enough room to get into church because they knew you didn't have any eyeballs. Come on. They knew you needed a kidney transplant, but God gave you one by faith. And those people are going to know this God. Who is this God? I want to know this God. In fact, God's going to do something for you that they ain't going to even believe. He's going to do something for you so powerful. Don't think he can't work with what you've got. Well, I already got a, a, a steel rod in my back because of my accident. God can take the rod out. Now, the only people that will fight it based on what I've shown you are people who refuse to believe God. They refuse to believe that Bible, and I don't know how you got saved if you can believe that God can take one miracle and wipe out your past and give you a whole new start, and you won't believe that he can heal your body. You are out of your mind.
It's all up there. It's all up there. Now, here's some good news for you. Not only is yours up there. But he saw everybody you were going to minister to. It's all up there. Now, what did Jesus say? Pray, pray thy kingdom come, thy on as it is. Now, I really want to get that over to you. Because what is revealed to you will be restored to you. Amen. Are y'all here? Yes, sir. So what am I saying? Let me just cover a couple more points. Now, I want you, do you have that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, you go out here and tell somebody that. Hey, where you going to church, girl? Don't even pay any attention to it. Just change the subject. Because you don't need an argument on this. Yes, sir. Right. Now, everything up here, everything from houses to husbands, Right up here. What sort of things you desire? There is, that is a blank check. Am I preaching to you? Yes, sir. Joe totally was renewed. Why? that there was no trace that the devil has ever come into his life. That's what God wants to do. He wants to wipe out every trace of the evil one. Wants to make it sure, make sure. Now, that's, that's, it doesn't make any difference who you are, see. You think, well, I'm, I'm 70 now, I'm about to go. You ain't about to go nowhere. You, what you need to do, what you need to do is get in that Bible and find out that 70, you just kicking middle age. The only, the only thing that's got you walking like that is your thinking. I told you, I didn't come here to just pet you and just make you feel, uh-uh. We're going to conform you up in here. We're going to get you to looking like and acting like Jesus. All right, now taking this stuff, because you got giants, and we read an opening scripture in De- Deuteronomy chapter two, contend with him. Yes, sir. Here's what he says, beloved, when I gave you gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write to you and exhort you that you should earnestly what contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. So it's going to be a battle on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you fight the good fight of faith. Why do they call it good? All the time. Now, you're going up against them, and there's something we need to stir up in you. Now, the Bible says in Revelation chapter 5, verse 5, I want you to read that. Look at that. And one of the elders 
saith unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Now, who is that lion? Jesus. Jesus. All right. Look over in Hebrews then, in Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 11. So Jesus is a lion. Say lion. Lion. Look at Hebrews chapter 2. For both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one for which cause he's not ashamed to call them brethren. Talking about Jesus is not ashamed to call you his brethren. So if he's a lion, you got to be a lion too. Am I right about it? Let me hear a little growl on you there. Ah, Okay. All right. No, no. Come on now. See, it's my job because I got to stir this thing up in you. Why? Because of Matthew chapter 11 and verse 12. Look at Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. Look at that. And from the day of John, the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent taken by force. So one of the things that's been missing out of the church is this growl, is this this violent attitude about what belongs to me. It's been this passive thing that as soon as the giants rise up and make any commotion, the saints of God begin to start compromising, kind of drawing back. No, we're not going to do that anymore. I'm here to stir something up in you today that's going to make all the difference in your future. Now, let me show you an example of this because the violent got to take it. There is where you are now, you're going to have to get violent. Now, when I say that, I mean spiritually violent because we've got an adversary out there that doesn't respond unless the violence comes. Now, look what the violence did. This is Mark chapter 2 and verse 1. This is when this Jesus was preaching in this house. And again, he entered into a Capernaum in some days. It was no, 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 no noise that he was in the house. And the straightway, many were gathered together insomuch that there was no room to receive them, no, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And they come unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was, and when they had broken it up, underlined it, they let down the bed where the sick of the palsy lay. And when Jesus saw their what? When Jesus saw their what? When Jesus saw their what? What kind of faith? Violent faith. He said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. And he healed the man right on the spot. And I'm telling you, notice what he had to do. He had to break that thing up. They had to come up there and break open that roof. And I'm telling you, it's been this passive, uh, don't want to be politically correct, all this kind of stuff. He wanted to have all this kind of stuff with him at this time. And he said, now, you don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to do. He said, wait a minute. There's a lion in you. I want to stir something up in you. I said, I want to stir something up in you. 
because there's a characteristic of a lion that you must have. Yes. It's found in Proverbs 30 and 30. Put that up there, please. A lion which is strongest among beasts and turneth not away from any. I said, he turneth not away from any. A lion is not the fastest animal. If I'm correct, a cheetah is the fastest animal. A lion is not the biggest. If I'm correct, an elephant is the biggest. A lion is not the strongest in terms of his skin. If I'm correct, a hippopotamus is. But a lion thinks he is. Let me hear that growl one more time. I'm telling you, when other animals hear that growl, they tremble because that growl is from a fearless somebody who don't care who you are. He is going up against you and he's not coming to lose. I said he is not coming to lose. I'm saying there is a lion in you that came through the DNA of your elder brother. And that lion is in you to take possession of everything that's supposed to be given to you. Anything that would mock your redemptive testimony, Jesus, the lion of the tribe of Judah, has taken care of it. I'm saying any sickness, any disease, any lack, any poverty, any joblessness, the lion got to rise up. And when you rise up, the devil going to get back because he knows what he did with him at Calvary. I'm saying this is your day. This is your time. I'm saying there's something new coming in your life. There's a new growl coming out of your house. Tell the devil, get back off my kids. Come on, tell him, get back off my business. Now give the Lord a shout. Take your seats. So I'm saying to you today, if there's one thing I want to stir up, let's stir up that lion. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Come on. There was a time that that lion was alive in you. I remember a song they used to sing when I was a kid, take me back. Take me back to the place when I first received you. When you first received him, you was on fire. You were on fire. People couldn't shut you up. You always talking about Jesus. What happened? That light started going out. But we're going to stir it up. Yes, sir. God's 
got an inheritance for you. But it's going to take a lion in you to receive it. Hello, this is Bill Winston, and I'd like to take a few moments to share with you about partnership and partnering with Bill Winston Ministries. You know, when we first came to Chicago, we came here with $200. I mean, we were down to it. I mean, that was what we had, and we didn't have a place to stay. A dear sister opened a home to us and gave us a place to stay while we got started in Chicago. Well, me and my family started, and we started ministering first as a storefront church, and that was in one of the more challenging areas of Chicago, but God led us that. That was our assignment, and the people that we ministered to and so forth like that, people who were really, really in need. Well, we were faithful over a few things. Now God moved us on, and we moved to a place called Forest Park, which is on the western edge of the city limit of Chicago. Well, once we moved to Forest Park, things expanded. Then we moved on and it grew and God brought more people to help get the word out to a wider audience. And then we went on and bought a shopping mall and so forth and so on. And then built uh, areas and started schools and business schools and ministry schools, so forth. Look what God has done. Now that has happened because of the resources that God has supplied for us to make that happen. Now, this word partnership is a word in the Bible, and this is in Philippians and chapter one. This is the Apostle Paul writing a letter to the Philippian church of the church at Philippi. Always in every prayer of mine for you, all making request with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. Now this fellowship in the gospel, the word fellowship in the Greek is translated partnership. So there's a partnership that he's got with them going there. Now, as they're partnering with, with Paul, then God puts them on Paul's heart for prayer. You see, because why? Because they are helping Paul get the gospel out. So as you are partnering with me, this ministry, God puts you on our hearts for prayer. So I'm saying to you now that this is our time. We're moving into a place and I need partners to come and help me. Here's what he says is going to be the benefit of those who would help. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by the anointed one, Jesus. Now, what I'd like to do is reach out to you right now and ask you, would you partner with me? Would you be a partner with me? I'm talking about a monthly giver, a person that would pray for me, a person that would partner with me. We're not only hitting the cities, but we're going to the nations. And God is spreading this gospel throughout the world. Thank God he's called us to be a part of it. It is not some kind of a burden, it's an honor. And I'm asking you to partner with me. This call is a Macedonian call. This is an urgent call. We need more partners. Why? We need people to join in with us so we can do more for the kingdom. This is Bill Winston. We love you. I'm looking to hear from you. God bless you and keep walking by faith. What is man? This is the key. You gotta have some understanding of your identity if you're gonna go in there and do what God's called you to do. When God made man, I mean mankind, he got mankind out of him. So man was a duplicate of God because he was his son. He was meant to be operating on his level. Ha!
because of the power that was coming through one man. There is a lion in you that came through the DNA of your elder brother. Release the lion in you that comes through the DNA of your elder brother, Jesus Christ, in Pastor Winston's dynamic teaching, What is Man? To order on CD or DVD by bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.